welcome. Happy Tuesday, everyone. We are live. Um, I am hungover because I stayed up until one in the morning-ish. Y'all, I so I had to get my new video about Rachel Hollis up last night. My goal was originally to get it up. Well, my first goal was originally to get it up Friday. Then my second, my my over, I, I was channeling Grant Cardone, right? You overpromise and then also overdeliver. So I was channeling Grant Cardone's advice. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna overpromise by saying I'm gonna get it up Tuesday instead of Friday. And then I got it up last night. So I overdelivered too. But now I feel like trash. However, the reason I had to get it up was that Rachel was just, she kept doing shit. Like, I'd be like, time to export the video. And then someone would send me a message and be like, you see what she did now? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, there was going to be no end to the filming process. So that video went up last night. Check your privilege. Some content creators would kill to have this much content to make up like videos about. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. There's, there are some content creators out there who are in a content desert, and like Rachel Hollis is spoon feeding you shit. She is. Well, I don't know how much more she will in the future because I don't think she's gonna have much of a comeback from that TikTok personally. Oh, I think she will. You think so? I absolutely do. Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I thought well, that TikTok was the equivalent of the the Shane Dawson rant on Instagram Live. Yeah, but Shane Dawson, he's not having a comeback because of him. You said it yourself that if he just kept making videos, he would have been just fine. That's true. So maybe if Rachel, you know, continues, I mean, she might not be a good person, but she might continue to have her like, yeah. Oh, I'm not actually cheering. Yeah. I'm not actively cheering for her. I mean, look, here, so here's here's a couple things. One, she has a bit more like uh of a legitimate leg to stand on than she like she she has awards that she can stand on that like sure. when she makes her comeback that she'll be able to like put at the beginning to establish authority that Shane Dawson can't. Shane Dawson would just say, I'm a YouTuber. And I was on like a Showtime show once. Um, and, and my only feature-length film has, like, a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Oh, my God, this feature-length film is so bad. <laughs> but, but it's so Rachel, bad. But Rachel has, you know, that she has the bestseller list. To, to Also, I mean, putting this in perspective, how many people in the world are actually mad at her right now? We're talking, like, a fraction of a fraction. There's still plenty of people out there who don't even know who she is. That's true. So if she did make a comeback, it would be entirely possible. Yeah. She, she could go to China. She could be like, I'm going to bring girl wash her face to communism. She could. She could. She, she could be a communist she could, do, she could, yeah. I mean, she's changed well, her speaking. brand so drastically so many times. So who knows what will happen next? I'd actually be really interested in communist Karen. Yeah. Communist Karen. That sounds like a Barbie. Barbie? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like Stormtrooper Barbie and Communist, communist Karen. Communist Karen. What would the tagline be for a toy like Communist Karen? Uh, I think the one woman that you shared the Instagram post for was was perfect for it. It was um we weren't like we, we weren't building up women, we were elevating one. Or we weren't oh, building yeah. up women. We oh yeah, guys, one. that was uh that was perfect. One of Rachel's former employees uh shared about her experience working for her, and she's like, we were supposed to be building up others lives but we were only elevating one and it was like oh you just you just destroyed her with that dude i think that's a good tagline for communist karen yes so that's why 
I was up late last night. My goal right now is to clean as much as I can on today's stream and then to take Chewy on a nice walk while I listen to Marie Kondo's book and then to take a nap and then wake up and maybe clean some more. But I must edit another video today because tomorrow morning is my book cover reveal for 90s kids. Book covers revealing tomorrow. I'm so excited. That's so exciting. I was going to have this week be all about book cover reveal stuff, but then Rachel Hollis had to go and be how she is. Again, <laughs> don't be upset. All you're doing is generating traffic for your YouTube you're channel. You're right. You're right. No, I'm not. Your cover. You're right. <laughs> you could even say, dear Rachel, I mean, thank I can't, you. No, I'm not upset. Like when <laughs> she got divorced, that paid my mortgage in August. So I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm very <laughs> honest. So if anyone cancels me, it's not for anything I didn't admit before. Dude, influencer culture is the weirdest thing in the world. I mean, it's so I, weird. I mean, we're part of it, but it's also weird, yeah. It, it really is a perfect description, though. I mean, I, I like the fact... It's, it's, it's bizarre. It's simultaneously democratizing power. If we define power as the ability to directly or indirectly influence others, it sort of democratizes power by giving everyone at least the opportunity to achieve, to achieve some level of it. That being said... Um, it also exacerbates the differences of people who can afford fancier equipment from the start, uh, have money to advertise, like Classically Abbey, and reach a large audience from the get-go. And also, it while the most powerful influencer still does not hold a candle to the person who owns the site that they are creating content on. Yes, I'm also I'm like trying commoditizing to, I, opinion. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my headphones detached. Um, I yesterday you, I should have taken before and after pictures of what I was cleaning, but I didn't. So now you're taking after, after. Ah, oh my God. Oh, this is the problem. Be your own sunshine. Because I'm cleaning stuff. Some of the books where I set aside were sitting on my headphone cord. So I kept yanking them out. But yeah, I, um, I'm taking like, cause I'm in the middle of cleaning my office now. I'm trying to take, cause uh, people have been liking when I do wrap up videos. So I wanted to do a wrap up video, but I wanted to, I needed to show how, uh, how bad it started. I wish I'd taken a picture yesterday cause my desk was really bad yesterday. Is there a Margot Emil Emily or Emily in the chat? Cause I see your Instagram DM, but I don't know you and you're private and I don't, tend to follow private accounts unless I know who they are. Yeah, so if you're here, don't follow private accounts either. If you're here, let me know. If you're not, then this person who I'm oh, not I currently think, talking to. I think she she is someone who, um, hold up. Yeah, Margot Emily, she's, she uh, is someone who's been sending me a lot of information about, or a lot of like memes about Rachel Hollis and stuff. She's cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm giving her that follow. Yeah, and I'm, cool. I'm accepting the charges. There we go. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that. I just think that influencer culture is weird. I know we're a part of it. I can't wait to not be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yay, Fox and Compass is excited for the cover reveal. Dude, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Because I know that when I post a lot of, like, dramatic videos and things like that, a lot of people watch that. But then when I post, like, a writing video or a book cover reveal sometimes it'll, it doesn't get nearly it gets like a tenth as many views so i'm like oh does nobody even like book stuff but then i'm like no people still like book stuff and i'm obviously still gonna do it because it's important to me 
Um, but I'm really excited for the book cover reveal because the guys, the cover looks so good. I know I'm hyping it up a lot, but like, it's worth it. Like the hype is worth it. I'm super pumped for it. I'm super proud of you. I also am just giving myself ASMR chills by, by writing right now with a pen. It's, it's, it's That's beautiful. I, I think I'm hypersensitive today because I'm definitely giving myself ASMR tingles. <laughs> Regarding uh, Curtis, yeah, regarding influencers, it's weird how advertising mutated at some point during the 90s in order to reach ad-resistant consumers from our generations. Yeah, I think that's super interesting. I think that's super interesting how, um, yeah, the entire buildup of, like, you know, people don't trust brands, so they will instead trust people who can promote brands. It's so interesting. I hear that. Um, I mean, I went to Hillary Duff's Instagram yesterday, as one does on a Monday. Yeah, and um, why not? And I, it what I actually did like so most of her posts are like it's either establishing a relationship with her audience or pushing a brand. Um, yeah. So basically, social media really is just us finding entertainment and commercials, uh, which I can see how that happened just from the rise of infomercials a couple decades ago, um, that created incredibly long form content all based around advertising um and now we just live our lives in one commercial yeah that's interesting um so good point curtis appreciate you hola, hola. hola from spain hey Hey, um, I'm, all right, Mushroom Destroyer's here, Sako's here, Sako's yeah, man, working. I, I, I know a bunch of people said hi this morning, and I just didn't, so hello to everyone who is here, I need to keep up with the chat better today, why is there just a, a one of these? If we wanted to start a cult, what would be the first step in us, like, would we tell people to just, just sort of, like, jump up and down and get their endorphins going, and then tell them the importance of eating a frog or some shit? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. What What is the first step to start? No, uh, we, if we wanted to start do it like Jordan Peterson style, right? Where we like establish a ton of credibility. And then once we're really credible, we start guilting people for, for questioning us. Let's just both hang our master's degrees over our heads. That's a great idea. Oh, my grandma's happy Halloween card. <laughs> you know what we could do? We should, we should get a third co-host. And mm -hmm. this is this is gonna be a highly inappropriate joke, so sensitive ears cover up. Oh good lord. We, we Don't can get, get me canceled. We can get a third co-host and we can have our master de master's degrees over our heads and it could in the show could be called Two Masters and a Simp. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna laugh at that. <laughs> laugh. No. Please. No. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave you hanging like someone accused me of. Make, make me feel better. Nope. Fine, be that way. I refuse. Be that way. I will be that way. Keep cleaning. I'm just gonna. So I now have. I'm I imagine. Wait, was that supposed to be like a BDSM joke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Inappropriate jokes, you say? Um, that was okay. Share and Queen of Spade both both are both laughing at your jokes. Thank so you. You are you are fine. You are fine. I have, that that's two two laughs are better than none. Um, and also I appreciate Queen of Spades humor because. Go she, oh, we could all we could be a shirtless cult where none of us wear shirts. She says on one of the days I wear a shirt. I mean, <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt too. <laughs> yeah, and a hoodie. I'm wearing a whole hoodie. You're hyper covered. Um, yeah. I'm now using this. So I have my two journals now. I, I was I kept leaving putting everything in this. I just thought, you know what? I think this is going to be my daily thoughts. I think this is going to be my live stream journal. So like the thoughts that I have while live streaming, I'm just going to put in here. So for example, Savvy didn't laugh at my joke today 
Savvy didn't laugh. Dear diary, Savvy didn't laugh at my joke. Now I'm going to listen to emo music. Yep. I got My Chemical Romance uh, lined up. <laughs> no pants is a stronger message. Okay, we could be a no pants cult. Way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> I just, so my grandpa, he never wore pants. And my dad used to like judge him all the time for it. He was like, if he didn't have company, he would just walk around all day with his, uh, with a tank top and underwear on. And I gotta say, since I made the move to compression shorts over boxers, um, I love just like pantsless days at work. I'll, I'll, I'll wear a button down shirt and compression shorts. Mm -hmm. Dude, yeah, yeah. No pants is the way to go. I also just, since the pandemic hit, I just prefer to be naked as long as I'm not cold. I Wait. get cold really easily though, So, I, but I just like to sleep naked now. Queen of Spade, you're just now realizing you're emo? Are you emo? Yeah, I mean, I just gathered that about you just from having known you. <laughs> like, I met you, so I just assumed you were. Sorry, love you. Uh, oh, see, okay, Mushroom Destroyer says her boyfriend's naked most of the time. Another reason we would get along. I don't like to wear clothes. Except when it's cold. I get cold so easily all the time. But when it's not too cold, I will. I like to be naked. I think it's preferable. I'm not surprised that Mushroom Destroyer's boyfriend is naked all the time. You see, Tyler's the opposite. He doesn't like to be naked. He likes to have, like, jeans and, like, button-down shirts on all the time. Like, even at home. But and just like, name... I was just gonna say, name one person the chat knows more. Like, name one person whose body the chat knows more about than Mushroom Destroyer's boyfriend. We don't right? even know his... We don't even just know his name. We, we don't know, know his, his name, but we know about his penis. Yeah, we know more about his body than <laughs> we know about... I know about my body. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still discovering like new freckles. I'm like, oh man, this guy has new orifices. Um, RK didn't know you were part of the, a part of my family. Yeah, apparently Joseph, <laughs> apparently. You, who knew you were related to the sect of New York Jews? Uh, savvy, I was that Okay, way. American Girl, please do not call your dolls forever friends because that's my brand and um... I think that's beautiful because you, you two, like you're even more linked than you thought you were. Yeah, I guess like, you got so true. much inspiration from them and now and now you know that like you really are just going to be the next American Girl doll. doll yeah, thing. American Girl dolls but with dogs. I mean, exactly. I guess that is my goal, yeah. You're American Girl Animorphs. Animorphs? <laughs> We get like the historical dolls and they go through animorphs and each become one of the dogs. Exactly. Which one's Chewy? Which one's Chewy? Don't actually quiz me on animorphs right now. I, I no, I'm not quizzing you on animorphs. It. I'm trying to figure out try to figure out which which American girl doll would animorph oh. into Chewy. I don't even know like I know American girl dolls less, so don't quiz me on those either. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. For anyone in the comments who is a fan of American girl dolls, if each American girl maybe we should make this like a, a Reddit post or something. If each American girl doll went through Animorphs and they turned into one of the Forever Home Friends plushies, which one would be which? That's a good poll to have. A box and compass says Kit would be Chewy, and I kind of agree. I was thinking that at first too. I was like, Kit and Chewy have the same energy. Good morning, Amanda. My uh, Queen of Space husband is just naked all the time, and Marie's asking if Tyler is a never nude. No, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Samantha would be really me. Nah, dude, I think Samantha would be Allie. She's got the princess thing going on. Samantha's a boss, babe. Um, 
Yeah, so we're figuring this out. Um, and Sako also agrees with uh, Chewie being Kit. Okay, Chewie's definitely Kit. I'm glad we can all agree on this. So Kit goes through Animorph and she turns into Chewie. That's good to know. I maybe should write, like, someone should write a crossover fanfic. I was like, I should, but then I'm like, no, writing fanfiction of your own stuff is lame. It's not lame. It makes me look desperate. You are Which dirty. I am. I'm desperate for attention. You're just being authentic. That's all. I'm just authentic. What makes you think I want to be related? <laughs> That's got to be a meme from now on. That should be a meme from now on. Um, and then you could just say, well, what makes you think I want to be a relatable? And then you could just that you can use that to plug your, your fanfic. And you'd be like, guys, I'm so relatable. I write fanfic about my own shit. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, my feed turned into nothing but Recondo yesterday after the stream. You're welcome. Man, I need to get the Animorph books for my kids. Those books were life-changing as a kid. I think... Okay, so the first book that actually showed me reading was fun. The, fir the first book I lied about reading was Hardy Boys. Like, that was, that was, I was super young. And I remember everyone, we, like, we had to read in school, and I didn't like reading at that time, so I just pretended to read Hardy Boys. So I became very acquainted with their covers. Um, the, the first book I actually enjoyed reading, I know is not going to be a popular choice because the author is an asshole, but Ender's Game. Um, and then Ender's Bean as well. Or, or yeah, yeah. Or, no, and Ender's Shadow, starring Bean. Uh, those, those were two of the first books that, like, taught me reading as well. Uh, also hope everyone has, has wished their apartment or home a good morning. Yeah, I, I wish I guess I loved Hardy Boys. I don't really remember anything. I don't even know if I ever read a whole Hardy Boys book. I just lied and said I did uh, in school so that I could not get in trouble during quiet read time. Ari, what are Marie Kondoing? I don't really have shit to Marie Kondo. Like I have maybe some clothes. Like my, my apartment's I don't know, not like that's a flex. My apartment's really clean. <laughs> I'm just, I like, am. I'm, I'm, the only thing I really need to do is vacuum today. Well, what did Dave Hollis doll with the Ben Shapiro voice animorph into? That's a good question. So in my in my stop motion video, Dave Hollis with the Ben Shapiro voice was played by Gender Fluid Barbie, which is the Mattel Creatable World doll. What would they animorph into? It's a good question. Each other. They'd animorph, animorph into Ben Shapiro. They'd animorph into cat dog. Just, we just, we just Ben Shapiro Hollis. Ben Shapiro on one end, Dave Hollis on the other, and their their body is like a it's just like a human flesh cylinder. Who was who? That, that's so disgusting. That's so disgusting. I love it. I'm just seeing like all these veins coming out of their skin. Um, who was the rat in that? I totally was it Rufus? No, it wasn't. I can't remember. The, the, the blue mouse. I, rem I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name, though. Okay, good. I'm glad Fox and Compass isn't judging me too much. I, I, I confess that the, like, the first book I actually read and enjoyed was Ender's Game. Y'all, if we get famous, people are going to make fun of us in the same way. We're going to get made fun of, like, like imagine if Savvy and RK anamorphed into Cat Dog and it had a gross body, and then we sped them up and made them sound like Ben Shapiro. That's the thing. We're going to get memed on. But I'll be flattered if someone memes us like that, because that means that they stole... Our joke, like that means at the very least we're funny. At the very least we're funny, dude. Yeah. yeah, like at least we're not saying guys we're so relatable and then are doing the least relatable shit. Right? Like guys, <laughs> like guys, it's Wednesday, okay? Have your morning coffee. Take your dog for a walk. Skydive. Meet the president. 
cook your husband dinner like every relatable woman does. It's like, oh, what? I like, yeah, you know, you will, you're relatable when people mock you. Yeah, because then we'll be a punch up. When people feel like we're a punch up, then we can get, we can get, once we oh. get our first critique video on the internet. You know you made it when H3H3 goes after you. Dude, I hope H3H3 goes after me sometimes. Mostly because you just want to steal his girl. I want to steal his girl. <laughs> I just want to hang out with her. I, did, I, I said that for the song. I, I like so that when we get memes, someone will go like play it's Mr. Stelio girl. <laughs> uh, and, no. Oh yes, dude, the Babysitters Club. I love the Babysitters Club. Why, when is Netflix coming out with season two of the Babysitters Club uh show? The new version of it. Because I love the new version of the Babysitters Club. Um I think it's so good. I haven't seen it. I didn't even know that there was a Netflix Babysitters Club. Yeah, there's a Netflix Babysitters Club. It came out like last summer, I think. Um, and it's super cute. It's yeah, I love it. It's like it's a, it's modern day version of Babysitters Club, but they didn't make it like they didn't make it cringy. You know how sometimes things are in the modern day and they're like, oh my god, let's all get out our phones and go on this app that's not named uh, an app that's copyrighted name because they didn't pay us for product placement. You know what I mean? As a Kind of like to go, let's go on face range. No, it's like um, on this one, they decide, they still have the the landline phone in the bedroom that they take calls from because they decided to get a phone for their business and use that and have one business phone. And so it's basically the same as the old Babysitter's Club. It's just takes place in the modern day. As opposed to the 80s, which is the ancient times. Right, I just love how Degrassi Vegas—they made the fake Mark Zuckerberg a creep. Dude, Degrassi Vegas was wild. Also, uh, no, I'm not going to share my opinions on Degrassi Vegas. We'll talk about them later. I'll go okay. off. You don't, you Degrassi, don't want to I have a lot of problems with Degrassi Vegas. Yeah, of course you do. It's their high schoolers in Vegas. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. That's a problem right there. All of the, Degra the only Degrassi movie I don't have a problem with is Schools Out from 1992. I thought you were going to say Degrassi takes Los Angeles. Degrassi, no, I mean, Degrassi takes Los Angeles is hilarious. It's fantastic. I, I'm proud that Snake directed it. And I love the, I love the Jason Mewes movie that they're putting on. That's like the high school musical parody thing. I think that's, it's, I think it's funny. I don't think it fits yeah, in well canonically. Movie. It's almost like a parody of Degrassi instead of the real show. It's perfect. It's better than Degrassi takes New York. Yeah, oh, Degrassi Takes New York is a mistake. That movie was a mistake. Except, no, actually, no, we're not talking about this. We're I just keep realizing I'm about to say so many things about Degrassi that Wait, are like, very controversial opinions. Degrassi Vegas is when Drew, I didn't realize that we were like this obsessed with Degrassi that like we out Degrassi other Degrassi fans. Um, oh, yes, yeah. Degrassi Vegas is when Drew and Bianca almost get married. I actually wish they had gotten married because then then they go off the rail. Drew, Drew and Bianca are made, meant to be together. The two of them, they I, I I was a Drew and Bianca shipper. The two of them are perfect together. They made they're, each other better. They're both a little bit of a mess, but yeah, they they inspired each other to to be better. Like Bianca really got her shit in order, and then oh, she, she really her, did. And then when she got her shit in line. She got Drew to get his shit in line. Like I remember that big when of, Drew was first I'm not introduced. Do the high school was, dropout. Yeah, like Drew was an asshole when they first introduced him. I was like, this guy is the worst. And so was Bianca. They were both like super homophobic. And they were like really awful to everybody. Dude, and Bianca then, attacks Adam for being trans. 
Right? And then um, Drew tried to forcibly out Riley against his will because he was stealing his spot as football captain. Yeah, that was just weird. That was like... It, it was super weird that in the same season, like, he's defending his brother and, like, fighting off, like, literally yeah, with that, his fist. That was the thing I was like, he's, like, actively fighting for his trans brother, but also, like, threatening to out a dude for being gay just because he took his spot on so the So he clearly game. has no I issue was like, with it. Where, where are your more? I think well, Drew was just an asshole. His morals are whatever's best for him, you know? Yeah, Drew Shapiro Torres. Drew Shapiro Torres. Um. <laughs> but Drew and Bianca made each other better. Arcane Savvy derailed by Hot Degree. Yeah, I mean, I think that is like our Maltov cocktail that you can just throw into any conversation and we'll so both De- Degrassi, Liz, Degrassi went off the air in 2017. It was, so it was like, what are Degrassi's runs? Kids uh, on Degrassi Street was 1986. Degrassi, Degrassi Junior High. Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High then ran from 1987 to 1992. Degrassi Next Generation was 2001, 2001 to 2014, and then 2014 to 2017 was Next Class, I'm pretty sure. Next Class had, like, I'm shocked it has five seasons. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched Next Class yet. I'm worried I'm going to be depressed when I watch it. You will. It. You will. It's, it's <laughs> awful. It's like, the, the, so the thing is, you can tell they got their plot line just by saying, what's important to kids on Twitter today? And so they find, like, a message that's important to kids on Twitter today, and they're like, how can we make this? Because they named. I loved how Degrassi: The Next Generation named all the episodes after songs. I thought that was a really cool device. And then they named them after hashtags on Degrassi: Next Class, and I was like, "This is cringe, bro. You posted cringe." Yes, we are very predictable. If you come into like, if we were a roulette wheel, uh, Degrassi would be red. There is a strong likelihood that if you just bet on us, we will end up there. Yeah. Yep. Well, because it's it, the thing is, like, Marie Kondo has a lot of great cleaning techniques, but there's not a lot to talk about. You just have to, like, clean. So it's yeah, like. This, this is more of an action based stream. This is an action based stream. I'm here actually doing the cleaning because I, my goal is, like she said, you got to get it done in one go. I mean, I'm not going to get it done in, like, one sitting or, like, one hour, but, like, I'm going to try. It helping you mentally? I'm going to try to get the cleaning done in one one week in this week on the streams what how's it helping mentally yeah like are you noticing any mental differences and changes I think so yeah i mean i think come well for one thing it's it's a mix right it's more stressful because i keep finding all these like bills i didn't pay and shit and i keep finding all of these like things i have to do right away because i'm like oh man i didn't do that i didn't do that but on the same time i also like walk into my office and can see the floor and can see the desk and it's kind of like oh yeah oh that's nice that's so nice yeah, so nice like, meatball floor <laughs> uh okay i'm gonna take a few things to the other room i'll be right back keep the the chats are popping so we'll be good yeah so is it soda pop or soda pop everyone Degra- uh, yeah degrassi the savvy needs to know um and while savvy is gone i'll just i don't know what to say i i have not been, uh, I mean, my apartment's pretty clean. I, I got most of my cleaning done off screen, and even that, like, it's not much. I think the only thing left for me to do is the dishes uh, from last night's dinner, because I just put them in the sink and, and fell asleep. Well, I put them in the sink to watch the NCAA championship, which I'm assuming most people in the chat did not watch, and it was a bad game, so I don't blame you, and then went to sleep. Uh, but... So that's it as far as me and Marie Kondo week is concerned. Y'all know I finished the Da Vinci biography. I started The System by Robert Reich, 
which is interesting. He basically is talking a lot about how the, the failures of, of social uh, capitalism, uh, social responsibility and capitalism, which I think is an interesting take. Um, and it makes sense. It makes sense to say that like um, businesses are never going to do enough. They're just making a strong push for it right now because they want to create the rules they operate within. And it's always going to be cheaper for them to, uh, to build something shiny and new than to actually make systematic changes that benefit more people or everyone. He also went into his primary example is is uh, Diamond who runs uh, who runs J P Morgan, and um, how he's been spearheading social responsibility and banking, and how he's just simultaneously spearheading the social responsibility while at the same time, you know, in in the Great Recession took a pay raise, um, and not exactly putting his money where his mouth is. While at the same time, he also knows. Um, and, and I, I respect the fact that at the same time, Robert Reich also acknowledges that he can't necessarily fault Diamond because his top priority is the bottom line of that bank and he has to honor that. That's why the board appointed him. But it also talked about how government does need to step in because even when shareholders vote for a pay decrease of the CEO, it's still up to the board. That's just them voicing their concern. But the board still approves pay raises. I see we have a lot of fans of Robert Reich in the chat. Awesome. Do I play chess at, I, I don't know what that is. I, I just do chess.com and I have the app. Ashley, what do you think of Atomic Habits? That is my favorite book of the year so far. Um, I love that and I love essentialism. Yeah, Robert Reich is cool peeps. He's, he's, he's cool peeps. Yeah, he, he does bring the receipts. I also, I think he makes good videos too. Uh, I, I don't know who's on his staff, but I think he, I love whiteboard videos. I, I actually like making whiteboard videos too, because I have this thing called Doodly. Uh, which which is nice, so I can make whiteboard videos myself. And I, I part of the reason I did that is because I see how powerful they are when Robert Reich does them. I'm also really happy that I now know that I, since I've heard him on TV a few times that it's it's Reich and not Reich because I definitely called him Reich so many times. I just should not. I don't think he'll run for office. Um, I think I think he. I mean, he's the obviously he served with Clinton. Oh, what was he? Was he was he a uh, Commerce Secretary? He, he 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 was he was in Clinton's cabinet, or Treasury Secretary. He he was in Clinton's cabinet. I don't think he's going to run for office because I don't think he sees. I, I think he sees that he can do more educating outside of office than actually being in office. He's also old. Um, I loved his rivalry with Larry Summers too. I originally got the audiobook from my local library, but then ordered the physical copy to own. For Atomic Habits, yeah, it's fantastic, right? So right now I'm going to start the audiobook over and go through with the physical dude that's fantastic i love that also i love audiobooks because i take notes as i and like that's like i fucking love taking notes while it's not audiobooks it's fantastic yeah so he is treasury secretary um yeah i agree with you harley i think you can do more outside of government uh government has its hands tied with stupid fights like currently the republicans trying to fight coca-cola in georgia because that's what the people want us to go to war with coca-cola uh like i don't i don't fucking know um I, I just I always like the fact that Robert Reich does he honors both the free market and the government. One can't exist without the other. There needs to be balance there in it and balance and equilibrium need to be restored because it's gone so far in one direction for what is now three decades. I will read essentialism only because you have recommended it a lot. Okay, so yeah, I have recommended it a lot, but I'll I will say this. If you have to pick one or the other, um I would I would choose atomic habits over essentialism. Essentialism is a little simpler, a little more straightforward. It's based on like one idea. 
and then it's more motivational. Atomic Habits is really practical. So I, I would recommend Atomic Habits more than Essentialism. Um, but if you've already read Atomic Habits, then Essentialism is a good compliment. Um, he said, I'm sorry, I have the hiccups. He said being in Washington was high stress and took away. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, I don't think he'll run for office. Uh, yeah. Now I will squee as well, whatever that means. Fair enough. Listen, I didn't have, I don't, I didn't have Coke and baseball as the vessels for revolution on my 2021 bingo card. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, he was labor secretary, not treasury. Thank you, Box and Compass. Okay, so he was labor secretary. Fantastic. Thank y'all for, <laughs> I like the self-correcting going on in the chat. Um, I like the suggestions, examples that James Clear offers in Atomic Habits. Some people really need to hear actual, yeah, no, I love, I think Atomic Habits, what, the brilliance in it is not necessarily the advice. It's the practical applications of that advice because I have heard some of that advice before, but he does a really good job of clearly illustrating what you can do um, and how you can start changing your life. And I love the, um, the, the physical validation example as well, because that's so important. I talked about it before. I'm not wearing it now. I forgot to put it back on, but my Apple watch has made me work out a lot more, not because I think the calorie count is accurate, but because it's really rewarding to see a calorie count, even if it's not 100% accurate. Um, he talks about in atomic habits, this one guy who uh, became like the leading salesman in his company because he knew how many phone calls a day he had to make in order to land a sale. And he uh, filled up, it's called the paperclip method, and he filled up a jar of paperclips. He had an empty jar on the other side of his desk, and after every phone call, he would move one paperclip from one jar to the other, and he would know his day is done when he filled up the other jar. Um, I also loved when he talked about the British cycling team. Yeah, yeah, same with Fitbit, exactly. Uh, I, I love when he did talk about the British cycling team and how they became, now I know this isn't that accurate anymore because I think they just got busted for uh, for performance enhancers, but it's cycling. Everyone got busted for performance enhancers. Um, enhancers. But he talked about how the goal with them was not to fix anything drastic. It was to fix a bunch of small things in their life. Um, and the, the basic message behind it was improve your life 1% every day, and then you become 37 times better by the end of a year, uh, which which is just, I, th I think that's a beautiful piece of advice to take, walk away with because that's not overwhelming at all, and it, it definitely puts the focus on the big picture. Hey. Hey, we were talking about uh, capitalism and atomic habits. I mean, that sounds like a, that sounds pretty, pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a question I had for everyone. Um, so I need to keep, like, I need to go through my things and I'm going to find a lot of things that, you know, cause Marie Kondo has the whole thing, right? Where she's like, you look at the thing and see if it sparks joy for you right now. And if it sparked joy for you in the past, you, you, you like take a moment to appreciate the stream of spark joy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you do not spark joy. You do not spark joy, <laughs> um, Throw my computer out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what like this medical bill does not spark joy. I'm going to put it in the trash. But no, apparently that's not how it works. Um, but you can acknowledge, right? Like that some things, like uh, this was a good thing. Like you re recognize its role in your past, but you know you don't need it for the future. But I don't want to just like throw out books. But also, I, do, I don't have a car to be donating a bunch of books. So here's what I was wondering. Would people want, like, a book giveaway? Because I've been wanting to do some giveaways for this show. But, you know, we haven't made a ton of money on this show yet. So it hasn't really been a way to do, like, expensive giveaways of new items. But I'm, like, wondering, 
would people want giveaways of like, because I have a bunch of like business and self-help books that's kind of related to what we do here. We will get matching tattoos with the winner of a giveaway. So like if people would want that, like I can go and find the books that I'm like, this sparked joy in the past, but not anymore. I don't want to throw them out, but I could set them aside. And then we could at the end of the week, maybe, or when we hit a thousand subs or something, run a giveaway, or we could just do it at the end of this week to celebrate 500 subscribers. Uh, we could do a giveaway and uh, people could enter. Is that something people are interested in? Oh, yeah. People are interested in the book giveaway. Oh, great. Okay, awesome. Good, good, good. Then I'm going to go through the bookshelves in a minute and I'm going to pull out some books and we'll find some books for the giveaways. The Oh, I love the name of this. Dark Painted Ruse. This is brilliant. The Maybe These Books Will Spark Joy For You giveaway. Yes, because the book, yeah, people can enter the giveaway and then if the book doesn't spark joy for them, then they can give it to someone else later on. That's beautiful. I love it. I also can't give away any books because almost all of our books are errands. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> I own pretty much all the books in this house. But I noticed that like even when I'm like I have too many books at this point that even when I'm trying to put some of these books back on the shelf, they're not fitting on the shelf. And I'm having to squeeze them in too tight. And I'm like, this is not going to spark joy because the whole point of what you're supposed to do with this cleaning system, right, is that you're supposed to organize it in a way that it's easy to put the items back in the future because if the books aren't fitting on the shelf easily then when I take one off to read it and then I go I'm gonna not want to put it back because it's gonna have a hard time fitting in so my brain will just make an excuse and be like oh I'll just leave it on the table for now you know what I mean I heard back to the future what we are going back to the future we are? Oh, no, I, know, I know you said back in the future, and I just wanted to roll it back to the future. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know what? Back you know the what? future is going to be one of the themes of tomorrow's video on my channel. So I just excited, realized guys. something. I want to write an impossible goal that we did not write. For oh, an impossible goal. What's one of our impossible goals? Buy a DeLorean. Mm, that's been my impossible goal since I was 13. And then... I don't even have a driver's license. And then when teleportation is a thing, we'll be able to teleport together and we can host streams in the DeLorean. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love we it. Can, dude, a DeLorean podcast studio. Dude, if we if we ever get a DeLorean, we will we will stream this from the inside of it. If we ever get a DeLorean, we'll go on tour in the DeLorean. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And Even if no one wants to see us, we'll, we'll, we'll just be like, hey, we're going on tour. Our next stop has one guest because it's Queen of Spades' house. So we're just going <laughs> to go to her house and talk. Wait, like what that. did Marie Kondo do that's problematic? She seems like such a lovely human. What did she do? Did she do something? <laughs> Willie the silly. Unless you are being silly right now. Willie the silly, I need you to tell me what happened. But I mean, all, all of the gurus are Oh no, I, I, I think way. they're asking that because we're doing a stream on Marie Kondo and we usually do streams on problematic people. Oh, yeah. No, not everyone we do a stream on is is uh, is for the sake of... I mean, some a lot of them are for snarking on them. But in Marie Kondo's case, we actually want to learn from her. Well, I do. Our case is already pretty clean. I want to learn from her because I am a mess. I mean, it helps that like I'm dating someone who's also clean. So if I'm not feeling clean a particular day, I owe it to them to be clean. Yeah. The way Tyler and I are is we're both gross. He cares about being clean more than I do. I, I've never cared about things being clean. So it just doesn't even, I don't even notice when things are gross. He, it bothers him, but he doesn't have the motivation for it. So we both end up being gross and perpetuating the cycle. And it's not so good, but I, dude, by by living like Marie Kondo, I'm gonna get my life in order. 
And then that's going to motivate Tyler, and then you're both going to become Marie Kondo. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. Mushroom Destroyer has a couple hundred books. Yeah, I, I just I I do all my reading, and I say this all the time. I gotta stop. It's a it's a it's a weird flex. I'm not trying to flex. I just I do all my I do all my reading digitally. I like having everything. I, I do all my I read mostly at night, so I like having that backlight, mm-hmm. and um. I just like having all my books in one place. I also jump between book to book sometimes, and it's nice to just jump between book to book instead of putting a book down, going to get another, and then reading it. I think during this week, I should, I want to do a stream in the kitchen, cleaning up the kitchen. And I want to do a stream. Yeah, I'll do, uh, uh, maybe tomorrow and Thursday, I'll do some streams in other rooms in the house from the laptop. I'll do streams in other rooms so that I can, we can together clean things up in other rooms as well. I need to clean things up in multiple rooms in this home. So guys, I'm going to head over to the bookshop. I should get a wireless headset. That's what I should get. You need a wireless headset. Because when you leave, I just talk about like what I've been doing with my life. And so it usually steers away. You know, I will wait until Tyler wakes up. Because I'll see if he'll let me borrow his wireless headset. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're going to wait for him to, to wake up so that, like, then you can clean and he can co-host. No, he doesn't want to do that, no. Neither hop on. Let's talk about Warhammer and Marie Kondo. <laughs> do these chaos warriors spark joy? No, they're chaos. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a Tyler impression. That was just random male impression. Yes. Yes. Also, I like that you had Tyler in your uh, video today. I know it wasn't like him actually in the video. It was a flat. It was like a cut. Yeah, because he and I had done a review together of the Rachel Hollis Made for More documentary. We did this like a year ago at this point. I hope y'all collaborate more. I like I like the I energy that you too. have balancing off each other. Thanks. Yeah, I I love making videos with him. Can we Being peer pressure camera, him to do more? It, it, yeah. yeah, sure. No, I'm saying chat peer pressure Tyler to do more. <laughs> Like say, oh my God, I would love to see Savvy and her husband collaborate more. Yeah, um, he's not as much a fan of being on camera as I am, but uh, when we do this, the videos together, we always have a good time. Generally, if we can do like a movie review video together or something, he likes those. Put him in a Snuggie. <laughs> he doesn't like being on camera, so just hide his almost I'll just you know, Yeah. <laughs> I think we should do reviews of some like um, movies about businesses and exploitation and stuff together, like uh, Wolf of Wall Street or um, I think Wolf of Wall Street. Betting on Zero. Betting on Zero is good because that's actual documentary. Betting on Zero is good for education. Wolf of Wall Street is good because there's so many like investment gurus online who just post. They don't even post the real Jordan Belfort. They they post. Leonardo DiCaprio playing Jordan Belford, giving you financial advice. It's like, let me get this straight. You want the sensationalized ver- Hollywood version of fraud. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> to tell me how to handle my money. And you're like, isn't this the life you want? It's like, he went to prison. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Um, I haven't seen it yet, actually. I just, I'm like, I think I agree with you that it's weird that they have glamorized this scammer so much they love him they they, they love leonardo scammer glamour that's what it's yeah. called because that rhymes also i can understand queen of spade like 
your husband only collaborated with you twice and now he refuses. I can understand because you like you go to war a lot. I know it's not your fault, but you, you go to war a lot. So I, I can understand him being like, I don't want to go to war today. Yeah, Tyler's like that too. He's like, no internet drama. He's like, I do not want internet drama. He just like, he tries to, like, even his own social media is not really tied to his identity that much. It's mostly just like pictures of stuff that he does. So because he's like, I do not want to ever get involved in people's internet drama. And then I'll be like, guess what, Tyler? I got involved in internet drama. You want to hear about it? And then I'll be like, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Let some grab shots. I'm going <laughs> to grab my bourbon and, and I'm going to get RK on a Zoom call so that we can all enjoy this internet drama together. <laughs> hold on. Let me just get in my right mind state, which is surrounded by all of my friends. Uh, I'm drunk. I, gotta get drunk surrounded by all that how else can you get through internet drama other than that you don't want to go through internet drama alone what makes you think i want to be relatable what makes you think that i want to be relatable my girl comes twice, twice a, week. a week that's not relatable to ben shapiro that's for sure <laughs> Dude, your, your new intro is fantastic thank you i'm not going to use it in every video i just thought it was fitting for the past couple it was fantastic. Uh, Willie says she's not problematic. Just after all the other gurus you've done, I thought maybe I missed something. Yeah, she's not. She's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The only like potentially problematic thing I've seen is when she said you should only have 30 books and a, a like section on Twitter was like, how dare you tell me I can only spend money on 30 books? It's like She didn't. She, just she didn't. She just said <laughs> that's what she does. Yeah. Like, dude, book Twitter is wild. That book Twitter is the worst of the internet drama. I have to say, because they like, want to, they want to be makeup Twitter so bad. Book Twitter is like, if you make a, if you make a tangential mistake, if you make a mistake of not unfollowing someone who made a different mistake, then you get canceled too. It's like book Twitter is insane, dude. I, I cannot handle book Twitter. Shout out to everyone who still manages to do regular booktube content. It was too like, I get in more drama with anti MLM content from like, you know, pro MLMers coming at me or whatever. That's fine. I can deal with that because it's for like a greater purpose. And also because the videos are more fun to make, but I do not understand how some people can make just go on making booktube videos forever knowing that the drama is, is the drama is not proportional to the material does that make sense like it's not it's it's way more intense than what it's representing well it, it just goes back to uh intentions um and it's not it's, this is, has nothing to do with book with booktube or book twitter in particular it talks about any community of like what what are your intentions um yeah if you're if you're honest about your intentions you'll end up being happier and if your intentions are to be famous not like if you like books but your intentions are to be famous maybe that's not a community for you there are much better communities to grow a lot faster with a much higher ceiling oh absolutely absolutely yeah and you can just talk about books in those communities yeah, Emily's over here asking, I've never understood why is there so much drama on booktube? I don't understand it either. It's because of uh, Savvy. Yes, and me. I started all of it. <laughs> uh, she, she introduced book Twitter and booktube to uh, to Rachel Hollis, and they were like, oh, it's over. <laughs> I mean, I guess being a booktuber, though, was what first got me on the Rachel Hollis snark train, which is what helped my channel grow a lot as well. So that was, I'm thankful for that because 
I did a book review of Girl Wash Your Face, which there were no like negative reviews of it on YouTube at that point. It was all just like positive curve. reviews. So I put up a negative review and then people were like, oh my God, finally someone said why this book sucks. Finally. <laughs> finally, um, people are pointing out that this book is like ableist bullshit. Before I forget y'all, uh, I know that it's mostly the same people in here, but if you haven't already, could you, could you please... It's awkward pitch time. Could you please like the awkward stream? <laughs> like, like and subscribe. Turn on your notification. And um, if you aren't already, I mean, our social medias. Yeah, we're trying to grow them all. I think we're trying to grow the subreddit. I don't. I think yeah. I'm personally trying to grow the subreddit. Like, no, I love the subreddit. I think it's brilliant. Um, I think it's fun. So if you if you want to follow us on uh, on Reddit, uh, check out r slash your morning guru. Uh, all of the links to our social medias in the description below. Thank you, Willie. Yeah. Silly. Y'all, I unboxed this American Girl doll Pac-Man machine back at Christmas and it's still taking up all the space in my office. It was difficult to remove it because I had sat so many books on top of it. So when I had to remove it, all the book tower came tumbling down. And now that, that's the reason I don't clean. Because then once you clean one thing, you have to clean other things. It's like, oh, I want to get rid of this box, but then all the books that are sitting on top of it are going to fall over and then I have to put all the books away too. But I guess that's just part of life and I just have to get over it. Dude, my brother, he's making the Buffalo office uh, so fucking awesome. Uh, oh, yeah? Like, people oh, you are gonna... told me about this. Ew. Oh, ew, dude. There's, like, some coffee splatter on this box. Yeah. How did that even happen? I don't he drink bought... coffee on the floor. He bought the big anniversary edition of Pac-Man, the arcade game, and it has a couple other arcade games on it. And the next big purchase he's going to have is a pinball machine. So, basically, people are going to come in for financial advice, and then they're going to stay for the arcade. Dude, I love it. Also, your brother's super cool. Your brother, um, RK's brother bought a Chewy book and plushie set and gave it to his daughter and then took a picture of his daughter with the book and plushie set and sent it to me. And it was really nice. And that was like two years ago, but I'm still very happy about it. He now has a second daughter. Aww. Who's so fucking fat. It's so cute. I mean, chubby. Because babies, babies. babies can't be fat. They can only be chubby. Yes. Uh, she's so fucking chubby. She's so fucking cute. She is just, well, because the first, the first baby was a preemie. Um, and now, now little Ayla, she's she's just... Uh, ignore the name. I'm not outing my brother's kids. Little baby. Little second baby. She's... She's... um. I mean, she's she's beautiful. But she she just has the chubbiest cheeks. She's so fucking cute. Aww. So cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she and she just always she just has this look. She just like I I, I, I know this is going to be an audio only podcast, so I don't want to just like throw the I don't want to throw blue seal out for the podcast listeners who can't appreciate it. But she just she just gives the funniest like serious looks with the puffy cheeks. Like, it, the best way I can describe it is like, "Where's my food? <laughs> <laughs> clean, clean my poop! I dare you." <laughs> I agree with this, Kat Benson. Yeah, I didn't like there being inner community drama. Like, what's the point of that? Let's. I'm fine to get in drama with pro MLMers all day long. I don't want to get in drama with other people fighting for the same goal. At the same time, though, like, I think our movement's strong enough that we are able to have issues with each other but still work towards the same common goal. For example, Scott. But then again, Scott's co-host, who was uh, talking shit about me on Marco's show, Hey, he wasn't talking shit about you. He was talking shit about all women and all gay people. <laughs> yeah, he um Don't he, take it so he's personal. not he's not an anti-MLMer though. I think he still works for an MLM company. So But he is an anti-gay. Yeah, and that's what that's what really matters at the end of the day. Nice rhyme. <laughs>
Well, I mean, you know, everyone's got to have a little ante in them. <laughs> I think most of us just ignored the rest of the drama. Fair enough. I mean, I, I, I just watched yeah. like two videos. Like I, I watched the, the Wikipedia versions of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that every community needs, needs a, a Wikipedia um, creator. That's just like, I'm going to tell you all the information in this voice. You know, the yeah. <laughs> established authority with the Jordan Peterson voice. I'm grateful that have you seen um the the booktuber Jess Owens? Yeah, oh book community. Book community. First of all, her channel grew super fast from that, which is awesome. Because if you report her. drama, you grow fast. Goes back yeah, to yeah, intentions. Also, if you want to be famous, do that. It was fulfilling a need in the market because everybody's on Twitter all this. A book Twitter, like we said, is a mess. So people are always on book Twitter, like who is subtweet like people like because everybody subtweets on book twitter so people will be like for everyone who's still following that particular author who did you know the thing i'm gonna block you and people are like what what even happened like because people are never even specific about it and then people are like can someone just like give a recap of what all this stuff is so then just like every week she's like all right let's give a recap of all the drama that happened in the book world and the publishing world and it's it's i appreciate it because i still follow a lot of book people on twitter I don't reuse Twitter for anything really except for your morning guru. And then when I see something on your morning guru that deserves a retweet, I go over to my personal one and I retweet it. <laughs> Which is funny because when I when I first met you, I assumed you were famous because you had so many Twitter followers. I am famous. This is before I got to know you. This is when I met you because Chelsea's like, I'm going to send Sculpt Yourself Arc to RK. And I was like, cool. I don't know, who is he? And she was like, he's this guy on Twitter. And I was like, yeah. whoa! He has so many followers. He's so famous. Yeah. Getting fake followers is super easy. I got 5,000 fake ones and the rest just tuned right in. And then I realized, wow, this sucks. No engagement. And I deleted it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, dude. That's fair. Yeah. But you see, that's 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 the impact. But that, you, did, you did the psychological thing to me. I assumed you were famous from it. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm... I'm I'm but ready to partner the, with you on anything. That was authority. I mean, I think one of the fastest ways if you wanted to actually play the internet and make money on it would be you can go to these sites that you can get a lot of free followers on and it only costs you like one fake account, uh, like Add Me Fast. Mm -hmm. um, and you go on there and there's a point system. So you do things like you you like someone's video, you follow them on social media, you, um, you, you, they have now every social media on there. So like you can like a Facebook post, you can share a Facebook post, you can, you can reach, you can like a tweet, you can follow someone on Instagram, you can like some, you can like a post on Instagram. You can, and when I was young, I thought the followers are more important than engagement. Now that I'm older, if I were to redo it again, not saying you should, you should always go for engagement over followers because that looks Absolutely. a lot better. Um, but you can do all, they, they even have TikTok on it now. And you accumulate these points and then you can spend those points on getting people to like, follow, share your shit as well. Uh, so it's a really good way to make you seem fake famous. Um, and then if you wanted to actually use that to your advantage uh, to do something on social media that's shady, again, I'm not telling anyone to do this. I'm just telling you how these like gurus can operate so quickly. You can build up a lot of points in a very short amount of time. Use it to grow a, a page. If you wanted to do it for like a makeup page, you could use it to grow a makeup page or a theme page. You could do skateboarding. You could do any theme you want. Use it to grow a page, speak to advertisers on there, and people sell their Instagram pages. And you can I've sell considered them. in the past buying followers for the Forever Home Friends page just to get 10,000 so I can do the swipe up feature. 
Is never that not worth it? it? It's not never worth it for the swipe up? Unless you want to sell Forever Home Friends Instagram, you should never go for the fake followers. Okay, I wasn't sure because I was like, I know that if in, in like people look at stories the most. So if the stories have the swipe up and then people get linked to the website, that seems like the fastest way to make sales. But I didn't know. I mean, yeah, if you if you want to get the, but the thing the, here, so here's the downside of that too. You're also going to have to get fake engagement or else all your engagement's going to go down because how the, the way that Instagram works is if you have a shit ton of follow, like part of the reason why I'm trying to grow our Instagram super slowly, if I wanted to, I could get us a shit ton of followers in a really short amount of time using those methods I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it because your engagement goes down. Uh, Instagram rewards high engagement more than anything else. So if you have a shit ton of followers and you're not getting that many likes, um, it then deems that this piece of content is not worth getting pushed. And then you don't end up on the discovery page or the explore page, which is how you actually build an audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we wanted to do, so like, for example, if you want, if, you, if y'all want to take over a hashtag, for example, the best thing that you can do, I love how this is turning into how, how to, how to like be fake famous on social media. If y'all want to be <laughs> fake famous and take over a hashtag and drive traffic to your, um, to your Instagram page. What you wanna do is you wanna to go to that site with your fake account. You wanna build up a lot of points. You wanna have one post ready with the hashtags in the communities that you sort of wanna dominate. You post it and then you, you drive all of those points to your hashtag and you can get on like the top post in those communities around those hashtags. That could draw real followers to you. And that's one way to use these shady methods um, to get real engagement. Uh, but but again, it's it's it, it's it's not that post is not going to get real engagement. That post is going to get fake engagement at first. And but since it's going to be a top post in those communities, then you end up getting the real engagement. So for you with the swipe up function, the reason why I'm saying the fake followers is a bad idea is because your chances of getting real engagement and that on like the discovery page, which is how you get real engagement, go down because the purport like you'll end up getting the same likes but you'll have a lot more followers and then it'll be like, Oh, you're getting like 0.01% sort of like what yeah. Kimberlea is getting right now. And that's why her Instagram page is dead. Yeah. Cause she definitely bought followers. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know if she bought followers or if she just turned them off. I oh, mean, she, maybe. she, she may have bought followers. Awesome. Like, I don't want to say that, but, but what you're seeing with her is the downside of having a lot of followers. You, if you have a lot of followers and you're really specific in one niche, you can't change niches because then they'll stop engaging. And if they don't unfollow you, you get punished for them following you and not engaging. Right. Also, y'all, I've got, I uh, just linked to Forever Home Friends Instagram right here. Uh, there's lots of pictures of Chewy and Logan on it because RK runs the Instagram even, and it's my company. So it's great. So, and you'll get Chewy and Logan pictures there all the time. Uh, hashtags aren't as effective. I mean, honestly, if you're trying to get genuine growth, go to TikTok. Like, like this is what this is what I mean by by intentions matter. Um, if you're honest with yourself and you say what you want out of your online existence, uh, it's not nearly as stressful. We're on TikTok for the sole purpose of getting followers uh, to come here. So we use the trending. We will use trending sounds that make absolutely no sense in our videos. Um, oh, dude! So I should make Chewy a TikTok. Yeah, and then um. Why not? And so we use TikTok. Wait, can to I have? Wait, can you make Chewy? T- Hold up. I know we're talking business real quick. Can you make Chewy a TikTok? And like, I says I pay you to run Instagram. Can you just like split half the it. time between Instagram and TikTok instead of focusing on one? Well, yeah, I can just post the Chewy TikToks on your on the Forever Home. Yes, guys, Chewy's gonna be on TikTok. But Chewy's gonna be on TikTok. Chewy videos. What? You'll have to send me Chewy videos. Yeah, I'll make I'll make a bunch. I'll just take a bunch of videos of Chewy doing things, and you can just set them with trending sounds and shit. Fantastic. Yeah, I can do that for you. It's no big deal. We can so, just link forever home friends in bio. 
Well, we can't do that on tick on TikTok until you have a thousand followers. You have a thousand followers to link in bio? Well, you can you can link the Instagram in bio, and it has like the picture of the Instagram, but you can't link a website in the bio. Can't link a website in the bio? <gasps> Dude, all these all these different social media keep confusing me. So TikTok, yeah, we use that to drive traffic. Uh, Reddit, we use that to cultivate a community. That's why Reddit's the one we care the most about. Instagram, it's just there for the legitimacy. Um, it's there, it's there for the Google searches. People will take you more seriously if you have an Instagram. That's all it is. And it's really not that difficult because most of the content we make is, is uh, clips, which brings me back to the other point I posted. Clips! If y'all have clips, if we say anything interesting, I know this is not what we usually talk about on this podcast, so I'm sorry if I'm boring anyone. Um, no, you should keep... You, these are important points. And I just realized since you're going on so long, I should have been using this time to clean. So continue. Yeah, you should have, and I need to get coffee still. Oh, wait, sorry. You need to get coffee. I won't leave then. Send us clips if you have clips. Send clips if you have <laughs> clips, yes. Uh, we've been putting clips on, there's like a YouTube clips function that I think is a new thing. So we've been using clips to put on the YouTube clips function. We've been putting them on TikTok and we've been putting them in the Instagram stories. So if you find like, I love what Mushroom Destroyer did. She made this video where she made RK into a meme and just like compiled him going, what the fuck? It was hilarious, dude. It was hilarious. So if any of you guys have funny clips from the show, uh, send them to us, post them on TikTok, post them on Instagram, tag us in them, whatever. We love doing clips. This is so fun. I get now why like podcasts have podcast highlight channels. Like they have like, like the Joe Rogan podcast has like a highlights channel, right? Um, even I think like like Coffeezilla's podcast, The Drip. There's like there's like shorter versions that are like highlights of things. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Sharma says it's funny you're talking about this. I just woke up to a viral post and it trolls. Of course. Wait. 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 Like you made a viral post and people are trolling you on it. Is that what you're saying is happening? Let us know. Let us know. Um. Also, doll. Oh, hey, doll. What's up, doll? Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Um, I'm trying to get the hang of TikTok because I've downloaded it. Like, I still have it. But there have been times in the past when I would download it and then undownload it and, you know, get rid of it and whatever. Oh, also, other thing is um, within the next month, we were planning to do a charity stream and shave our heads for charity on, live on stream. So if anyone has charity suggestions please let us know. I don't know what guru's week we're going to do the head shaving during, but we, um, we want to do, we want to use it to raise money for a charity. Um, so if anyone, if anyone wants to suggest charities or if there's any causes that you care a lot about that you think it would be important, um, or we could, uh, cause then we'll do like a fundraiser. I don't know. How do people do charity head shaving things? Is it going to, is it like, well, we can't get super chats on here cause we don't have a thousand followers yet. So I'm wondering how it would work. And wait till RK comes back and he can tell me what his plan is for how this is going to work. Or maybe we'll wait till we have a thousand followers and then we'll do super chats. Um, doll doesn't like, to, I don't like TikTok either. I wish I liked it. It's so annoying though. Like whenever I open it, I can't like, it just, it starts auto playing everything. It's so annoying. I like to click on things to make them play. And I know it does it on purpose and I don't like it. I find it very annoying. Um, so apparently there were some trolls on Sharma's post on Instagram and deleted most of them. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. That sounds frustrating. 
Um, okay, so RK, I was asking, um, when we do our charity stream, do we want to to do it once we hit a thousand followers? And so then we can monetize and then people will do super chats and then we will shave our head as we get super chats. Is that what we want to do? How can do y'all get us to a thousand like tomorrow then, please? I want to shave my fucking head. It's so annoying to work out with us. Sweat keeps hitting me in the fucking face. It's my hair is not long enough for me to like tie it back yet either. Get us to a thousand. Get us to a thousand then, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not There's... actually that upset. You can yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I need to, I mean, I've been in every one of my videos, I've been shouting out to people to come over here. I mean, my video that I posted at midnight about the TikTok that ended Rachel Hollis's career has almost 10,000 views. It's been up for nine hours. And I told people now, I shouted us out. I was like, go follow your morning guru. I don't know if people did though. We could also do the charity stream on your channel. We could do it on my channel too. That's possible. Yeah. And I was asking people what charities, what charities they might want to support. Um, what charities do y'all want to support? You know, you know, I support Jen's success, but I'm also on the board there. So I understand that seems like a conflict of interest, but I also am supposed to be fundraising for it. So it's not a conflict of interest. I support for, I, yeah, forever on press. I support generation success. We could also, um, do like, we could do like split it in half and like you, you could do that for half and I could do one in Chicago for the other half so that we'd each have a local one. I love um, the idea of two local ones. Two local ones could be fun, but I didn't know if there was a national charity that a lot of people cared a lot about or that some people in the chat felt passionate about or something. But if there isn't a specific one that people feel passionate about, we can just determine, we can determine it on our own. So I'd, I'd rather do locals, not even like, even if it's not one of our local ones, I'd rather do local because let's just say hypothetically, we raised a thousand dollars. No, it's a high goal, but let's just say hypothetically we raised a thousand dollars. That goes a lot further with a, with a local charity than with a national. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And national charities, they have so many administrative costs. And it's like, yeah, I'd rather the money go directly to helping people rather than it being part of like a bunch of administrative people's salaries. Yeah. So I, I, I would say local charity, even if it ends up not being one of ours. Yeah. So, okay. So a couple people have mentioned, is it, is it ASEN? ASEN? I don't know this one. Let me look it up. Uh, Kimberly going for the Preservation Hall. I actually love Prez Hall. I used to love their uh, program director. Oh, the, the, I know. Oh, Self-Advocacy Network. Yes, I do know about this. I didn't know the acronym. Yes, yes, that is a good one. That is a good one. Okay, that's a good That's a good one. Um, someone mentioned a charity for small businesses during the pandemic or a kids one. That's a good idea, too. That's a good idea, too. Okay. There's one in Buffalo, but I think it's done now. Yeah, okay. You guys are great. You guys are great. Um, excellent. All right. These are good ideas. Yeah. I like people. So that's why I like donating to a local animal shelter, right? When I do like, when I go and log my costs and I'm like, all right, let's take 10%, write a check to the shelter, right? It feels nice to be like, all right, I'm sending the shelter $200 right now. And that's going to go to buy some like dog food and stuff. Like that's nice to know. Yeah. It's an, it's an immediate impact on something that directly fits your uh, mission. Oh, shit. One second. Oh, Liz, this is important. Split it, the organization. I like this idea because if we each choose a local one, then they would be more likely to want to promote the stream. Yeah, that's really smart. That's smart. Okay. I'm going to start looking into some local charities here, and then we could probably do 
we could split and do a sh local Chicago charity, a local New Orleans charity will probably be what we do. Um, so since uh, you can call me doctor says two local charities. Yeah. Yeah. Liz's point here was good that if we do two local charities, they would probably um, promote the stream. They absolutely would. I know Jen success would because I would promote it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. This is good. This is good. Y'all. Um, yeah, y'all are awesome. Savvy, if you if you want to clean again, I can take over from here. If you want to keep bouncing the synergy, though, I'm all for it. I got Do you have more social media advice you want to give people? Uh, it's stupid. Run away while you can. Okay. Well, because if you if you actually did, I would go clean in the background. But I'm only clean for a few minutes because I don't want to I don't want to uh, leave you hanging. But I do want to start getting some books off the shelf so that and, I could do a giveaway. And the wise words of sleeping with sirens: If you can't hang, then there's the door, baby. <laughs> yeah, suck it. Take that. I just went full warp tour on your asses. <laughs> Uh, These badass women are badasses. I'm not them. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> so should we talk about your video this morning? Well, you want to talk about my video this morning? Yeah, should we talk about your video this morning? How Savvy was all of a sudden like, oh, what are my thoughts on Instagram Reels? Um, I, I'm not sure. I'd probably say get in on them now because if it's going to be anything like stories, Instagram is going to completely dominate the previous market because obviously Snapchat owns stories. Now when you say story, people think of Instagram. Yeah. So I probably assume that Instagram is going to do the same thing with Reels. They just have so much money behind them. But there is one positive. With uh, why, why it's a little different. And I don't know if it's positive or not. When Facebook was fighting Snapchat and got stories, they were fighting an American company. And obviously in America, uh, Zuckerberg, I mean, and Snapchat actually has done well and has grown since turning down uh, the, the $3 billion offer that Facebook set to buy them. So I think Snapchat which did make the right choice. But anyway, Instagram stole the story idea and sort of owns it now um, to an extent where you, when you think of stories, you think of Instagram before you think of Snapchat. Um, two American companies going at it. TikTok has the support of China. Which, if China decides to to fuck with uh, with Zuckerberg, I feel like they do have the resources to do it. So, who knows if if Instagram will have the same success of stealing that idea uh, through Reels uh, that they had with Stories from Snapchat? But I would still probably say that it, since um, since they have this established history of successfully stealing, I, I I would focus on Instagram Reels if you feel inspired to and you don't want to create TikTok. That's good but, to know. I don't even know about Instagram Reels. Like I said, I've heard about them, but I don't, I don't know much about Reels. How are they different than Stories? Well, they're they're not Stories. They're they're they're, they're like TikToks on Instagram. Oh, but I okay, but I share my TikToks to my Instagram Story. But this yeah. is oh, this, but the but this Reels like, are like you make the TikTok on the Instagram. Yes. And so it doesn't have that like TikTok logo on it for one and two. I don't know if it's true or not, but it probably is. Uh, does it have the trending sounds and all of that? Yeah. Um, oh. The the other thing is though, if I don't know if it's true or not, but it just makes sense. I would assume that Instagram would promote uh, locally created content over content created on another platform. So because it's their it's their purpose, they exist for you to spend your time on their platform. It's why you're going to get a lot further uh, posting a video 
on LinkedIn than posting a link to your YouTube because LinkedIn wants people to stay on LinkedIn. It's, I assume it's the same thing with Instagram. You're gonna go a lot further posting a reel on Instagram than posting a TikTok on Instagram. I'm going to try to make some Instagram reels then. I'll give it a try. I assume it's probably about the same mechanics in terms of how you, what buttons you tap. You could probably just use the same videos you clipped and just set them to to Instagram. Mm, Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, y'all, I don't understand. I don't really understand social media that much either. But, you know, as you know, I can't be alone for more than three seconds. And social media fulfills that need, even though I know it's unhealthy. So... I just do my best. I, I love stories for, for a client's sake because it's a great way to drive up engagement and interaction with your current followers. Uh, from an actual social standpoint, I don't know. I can see the appeal of something being temporary because you don't have to like it, it takes away the stress of something being professional. Um, if you, when you post a picture on Instagram, you might feel motivated to make it seem a bit more glamorous than your life actually is. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like you could do the all natural story a little bit more freely um if you say something stupid it's gone in 24 hours so, like i can definitely see the appeal of it yeah i feel like yeah this stories are definitely easy because like if you make a post you, if there seems to be like oh you want the lighting to be good in the photo that you take you want it to be like a piece of photography almost but if you do a story you're just like you just like hold up the camera or, or the phone you're just like what's up guys hello i'm doing this right now what's up, it's like, there's, there's no effort that goes into it yeah the, the other thing I would say, and this is say, say, uh, do as I say, not as I do advice, because I don't do this at all, but um, go live more often on Instagram. Because oh, yeah, you- I've never. Oh, no, I have gone live on Instagram once. It was for it was a forever home friend's birthday, and I made cupcakes to celebrate. When you go live, it pushes your little circle all the way up to the front. And so pe- people who maybe have not been watching your stories who follow you will see you. I probably should go live. It's, I'll go live right now. I'll go live. Oh. I was thinking maybe I'll start going live once a day on the Your Morning Guru Instagram, and hopefully it'll be when you're online, so you, I can invite you on. Oh yeah, so you can invite. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You got four people on at once now. Okay. Yeah, so going live on TikTok pushes your content, but don't you have a don't you need a certain amount of followers to do it? I haven't even thought of going live on TikTok because I just assumed I couldn't. I'm gonna go live on Instagram right now. Let me see how this goes. Um, do I hit? Do I have to hold the button? Do I have to hold the button like when you hold a story? No. Okay. Also, you don't have to hold the button when you're doing a story. I think if you uh, press the button and then you swipe up, it's uh, it stays on. Hey, y'all. I am live on Instagram right now. Here, check it out. I'm, um, I'm RK and I are hosting Your Morning Guru. And he was just suggesting that it's a good idea for people to go live on Instagram more often. So right now I'm live on Instagram and on YouTube at the same time. Now, is this a smart move for audience engagement? I don't know, but I'm trying out. I'm trying out live Instagram. Uh, I'm also trying to learn about Instagram reels. Oh, hey, there's pe- there's actually people watching. You guys are awesome. Uh- <laughs> hey, y'all. Savvy is going live. She is being ridiculous. We are now live on Your Morning Guru's Instagram while live on Your Morning Guru's um, podcast. As y'all can see, I have one beach body workout there at the top right corner of my video. Um, <laughs> this is yeah. The- um, so if I stop talking for a second in this, is because RK is talking on our YouTube stream where we we're have one live person right now. live on here. K Rojo. <laughs> What's up, Okay, Ro Yoga? 
Liveception. What's up? Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, Y'all, you come here for the philosophy, right? (laughs) Doll is here. Scylla is here. What is up, my small business supporters? So, y'all, check it out. It's Marie Kondo week. It's Marie Kondo. How are there 23 people watching me do nothing? Wow, okay. I need to do this more often and actually do something. If there's this many people watching me do nothing, imagine how many people would watch me actually do something. Here, let's get some people. (laughs) I'm going to invite a room. Who wants to come on? We have uh, Priscilla... Cairo, yoga, doll, or diet? Who wants to come on this Instagram live? Oh, wait, there's a, what's it? Go live in a room. Oh. Did you invite doll or am I? You can invite doll to yours. Yeah. There, um, I, got, I got doll on mine, y'all. Oh my doll. God, there's so many people here. Oh, no, I, doll said not me. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> so, guys, it's Marie Kondo week on your morning guru. Uh, so, oh, someone told me to do more Instagram lives in this chat. Yeah, oh. it was me and someone else in the chat. It's, that that's too, does my does my opinion not matter? Uh, oh no, I'm saying that in someone in the chat said I knew that you said that already. Okay, okay, no, your opinion oh, matters. Why, 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 why <laughs> someone in the chat said it? It's like oh, RK said it, but fuck him. Someone in the chat. This is probably really weird to watch on Instagram Live because I'm also talking to RK on our YouTube stream, but I have headphones on, so you can't hear me. I feel like this is a very poor quality. Instagram live that I'm doing yeah. right now. Yeah, they, they, this they is terrible. Why are you guys even watching this? <laughs> um, but I, I, I just, I wanted to try it out. I wanted to try it out. I'm going to do more of these. Um... Savvy. Oh, you, you know what I should do? Perfect zoom in. Your eyes went so wide as soon as I chose to zoom in on you on here. <laughs> you know what I should do, you guys? Is throughout this week, right? It's Marie Kondo week, like I mentioned. And it's hard to keep cleaning on this stream because I have to take off my headphones. And then I leave RK hanging on the stream. What I should do is I should go on Instagram live and clean. I should clean on Instagram live. And then we can, we can clean together. We can clean the kitchen together. We'll clean the kitchen together after I get off the morning stream in like 20 minutes. I'll walk Chewy and then I'll go I was live terrified. on Instagram. I had a client thing up on my computer for a second. I'm we'll happy. Go live on Instagram and then we'll clean together. We'll clean the kitchen. We'll clean the bedroom. It'll be great. It'll be great. This is brilliant. Oh, I just realized that y'all can't hear anything Savvy saying on this Instagram live. So that's really unfortunate. You you were just that's sitting the there. Thing. I, was, I was like, that's because because RK is over here on the stream and he's talking, but you guys can't hear him because yeah, we got to talk simultaneously. But we have to we have to also make it like entertaining for the people on the live right now. Okay. okay. So y'all, now that I've tested this and know that this live works, I'm going to get off of it for now. And I will come on this live again in like, an hour or so and we'll clean together. Okay. It'll be great. Thank you guys. I love you all. Um, how do I end the live? That's a good question. Oh, is it the X button? How do I, okay. How do I end the live? I don't fucking know. You just did it though. No, it ended itself. Oh, end video. There it is. How do you think you, I'm going to start doing the Socratic method with you. Okay. I'm going to click share to IGTV. This title is called testing one, two, three. Oh, my title with savvy is ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Who here, who was, I love it. Mushroom Destroyer is like the chaos. I'm who glad we can lose followers on this stream. We still got viewers here. Oh my goodness. You guys, I love, I like that you guys watched that. <laughs> yes, we are going to clean on Instagram live after this. So y'all um, let us know, how can we start a cult? That's the important question. It's not something we actually want to do. It's something we want to know how to do. So, okay, so the Your Morning Guru stream went live as well, right? You did it on that one, not on your personal one. 
Of course I did it on that one and not my personal one. I don't want I feel like you don't you don't really use your personal one very much. For a number of reasons. Oh, so did you did you didn't post the the live to IGTV after or did you? I did not. Oh, okay. Probably because it was chaotic. I did I posted mine, but I You are chaotic. I am chaotic. <laughs> okay. Oh, pick a catchphrase is easy. Um Catchphrase. Nope. Oh yeah. Nope, no, we, life life happens through you. That's a catchphrase. Girl, girl wash your brain. Girl wash your brain. That's a perfect call. Right there. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. So savvy, your videos. Yes. This morning. My video this morning. Video. What a, what about? Oh, it just hit ten thousand views. What the fuck? You should post at midnight more often. I sh now I don't know if I should post it at midnight more often or if it would have gotten more views had I not posted it at midnight. I think it was just that people were really waiting for this particular video. Oh, people stay, stay, stay sane, stay sexy. You are absolutely yeah. right, Ashley. That's a good one, too. Yeah, people were, like, talking about this video on Reddit and shit. Yeah. <laughs> people yeah. were, like, people on Reddit were, like, Savvy, don't don't make us wait till Friday. Post it earlier. And the people were, like, guys, Savvy's running a poll on her Instagram story. If she should post it sooner, go vote for yes. I was, like, dude, I don't know. You guys really want this. You guys really want this, don't they you? They need it, Savs. You guys asked for it. That's a Dave Hollis <laughs> You guys asked for it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like midnight premieres because, like I shared in the Your Morning Guru story, uh, it's it's you living your best Tommy Wiseau life. Or exactly. That's what it is. Because he's all about the midnight premieres. Yeah, that was the thing. I was like, I guess this is a midnight movie premiere. This is like, we're going to go watch The Room at, at, at a movie theater and throw spoons at the screen. Rocky That's Horror the, MLM show. Yeah, this is the Rocky Horror <laughs> MLM show. Oh, Melissa's here, dude. Melissa, Melissa is amazing. She I is can a, tell. Look, look at look at that energy in her profile. She's there. a small business owner who runs a spa. Where? Melissa, where is your spa? Why did I forget where you live? <laughs> I forgot. We'll, we'll, we'll share it on our social. Yeah, we'll definitely share. Well, she does online orders too. She has a company called The Royal Treatment, and she sent me some skincare stuff for free as part of um because I because we did the um she was featured in my virtual small business craft fair that I did this past November. So we did skincare stuff on there for her online business. Congrats oh, on she move. just moved to California. Nice, nice. Congratulations. How how how's that California life treating you? Are have Savvy and I have we had it wrong this whole time? Are we both wrong for thinking that New Orleans and Chicago are the best cities ever? Is California the state the best city ever? The, the whole state is the, the best whole state, state is the best city. England is my city. England is my city. <laughs> you know, you know, it's a wild city. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly's over here like, why, Lisa? Why, so why Lisa? Why? What we should live like Tommy Wiseau for a week. <laughs> we would not be on social media. Oh, wait, no, he is on social media. Yeah. I love him. I follow him on social. Um, how do we make all of our money? Um, by selling knockoff uh, high-end fashion brands. We sell knockoffs of it to people and then invest in San Francisco real estate. I love how in the disaster artist, he was like, we could have just shot the San Francisco skyline from this rooftop and made this the rooftop of the movie for a lot less money. But... <laughs> Like, because it was the perfect skylight. I also love how, like, yeah, he's like, um, they go to rent all the film equipment, and he's like, no, 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 we're gonna buy all. We're the gonna equipment. buy it. We're gonna buy all the equipment, and they're like, you buy all the equipment. Like, we're gonna buy it all. It's like I have six million dollars. 
How? Exactly. How? Well, because he sold a lot of knockoff fashion brands and then took the money he made from that and invested it in San Francisco real estate and became really rich. I like that people are uh, assigning Rocky Horror people to uh, to different MLMs. So we got yeah, Frankfurter like is Amway. Uh, we got California is the best city. I'm going to go follow you on IG real quick on your morning guru. We got Frank is pure romance now trying to recruit Janice. <laughs> okay. So Melissa has, okay. Yeah. She, she made a new Instagram. So did you, did you change the name of your business then when you moved to a new state? Or I don't, or is it still the same name, but it's a different Instagram? Either way, y'all check out M Durfee Skin. Oh my goodness, I am so far behind. Like, I just feel bad. I got behind on comments because my new video that I posted at midnight has 254 comments. I haven't responded to any of them because I went to sleep after the premiere. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm gonna respond to all the comments, which I will yes. do. I, here's my plan for the day. After this stream, I'm going to walk Chewy. I'm going to go live on Instagram cleaning the kitchen. And then after that, I will take a nap. And then I have to edit my video for tomorrow. And then tomorrow, after my cover reveal video premieres, I'm going to take a road trip to Indiana to get the COVID vaccine. And then I'm going to come home and take the next two days off. That sounds pretty solid. Let's oh, Melissa that. isn't called the Royal Treatment anymore because someone else in the new place in California is also called Royal Treatment. So she's now called Melissa Durfee Skin and Wellness. Love it. I love it. I think that's beautiful. My day is pretty simple. I have two meetings and then I'm just going to study for the Series 7. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely need a nap after last night. You deserve one. Uh, but I also need to edit first. my video for tomorrow. You, 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 and uh, you and Dark Painted Ruse are going to get your oh, vaccine. We're you're, getting our vaccines tomorrow. Yeah. You, you can message each other your your feelings the entire time. The whole time, be like, "Oh, my arm hurts. Ow, my my body hurts. Ow, the vaccine hurts the whole time." <laughs> you should be fine after the first one. Okay. It, like I, I was, mean, after the first one, you slept through the next morning, like through half the stream. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Oh, we'll find and, out. Actually, that is a real possibility. Should I get the StreamYard uh, login before uh, Thursday? Yeah, I should give you a StreamYard. I should give you <laughs> access to my StreamYard account just in case. Just in case. Just in um, case. <laughs> so that, that, that makes sense. And then, um, oh, Ash is getting the, the Pfizer one. I got I the think, Moderna. I think mine's going to be the Pfizer as well. I'm not positive, though, but I think it is. I get my second dose a week from tomorrow. And I'm actually pretty pumped that I'm getting my second dose a different day than Erin. She gets hers Friday. She wanted to get hers on a weekend because mm -hmm. she didn't want it in her, to affect her school. That makes, makes sense. sense. Because someone else in her class got the second dose and she missed the next day. She came in and she was like, she was fine. She felt fine the day after she got it, but she was just tired because she didn't sleep the night before because of the vaccine. <laughs> um, so she's fine now. Uh, it was just, it was just one bad day. Um, but I'm I'm pumped. I'm getting it Wednesday, and Aaron is not is going to be healthy while I'm feeling like absolute shit, and then I'm going to be feeling healthy and recovered when she's feeling like absolute shit. Yeah, I guess if me and Tyler are getting them on the same day. We're just going to be feeling like shit together, and then we're gonna ha like Chewie's going to be like, "Why is no one playing with me? Why is that no one playing with me?" And we'll be like, "That was my mistake." Mine was Logan. I was like, Aaron, can you imagine if we got our second doses on the same day? 
and we're both feeling like absolute shit in bed. And Logan's just like, guys, why can't I have any room? Guys, he's like pushing us aside, trying to like clear. Yeah, and I think it's we're gonna have to get the second dose the same day too because we have so to go to good. Indiana. Yeah, because there's like none available in Chicago. So yeah, so we're gonna have to get them together, and then Chewie's just gonna have to. You know, I think Chewie's gonna need to. Maybe I wonder if we can schedule Chewie's uh, teeth cleaning. He has to get it go go to the vet and get his teeth cleaned and get probably put under for it. So I'm hoping maybe we can schedule that at the same time so he'll be high and asleep at the same time too. <laughs> or I mean, could your mom babysit him for like one night? I bet she could. I bet she could. Yeah, dude, Chewie loves Chewie loves going to my parents' house. He loves playing with Wrigley and Kasha. Actually, now that I'm saying that out loud, maybe maybe I could ask my parents to watch a little. Nah, because they have that new puppy, and Logan does not like the new oh, puppy. Oh, the new puppy is so cute. The new puppy is just like, he's, he's, he already hero worships Logan, and Logan it's is just like, I do not want you following me around. You're clearly a demon in puppy clothing. Oh, dude, we promised we were going to do dog videos on this stream, so before we wrap up today, let's let's find some videos of our dogs. Sounds good. You do I that, like, go get Logan. Yeah, go get Logan. I took a video of Chewie at Easter time. Where did it go? Oh, here it is. It's just a very short four second video. Um, but I'm going to share my screen and show it to you guys just to show Chewie, Wrigley, and Kasha playing. Well, they're, they're just all, actually all I could capture was them getting water. Um, but they, this is, this is Chewie, Wrigley, and Kasha. There's Chewie, there's Kasha right here, and there's Wrigley. And they're, they're just all playing in the yard. My parents have a yard. Look at Wrigley's curly tail. Wrigley has the curliest little tail. Look at her curly little tail. And Chewie's getting some water. Okay, Logan. Watch. Logan's here! Yay! <laughs> Logan, watch Chewie play. He's like, I don't want to watch Chewie play. <laughs> oh, Logan. He's a good boy. Yeah. He's... My baby. I like it when he. Aww. I don't even know. He's so sleepy. I, I, just, I just love how he. um. This is like the only thing that calms him without a doubt, no matter what. So, like, for example, Aaron sometimes makes smoothies. Mm -hmm. He hates the sound of a blender. Oh. So, when the blender is going off. I have to hold him and pick him up, and then he doesn't oh, bark at all. Baby. I always assumed when I, before I knew Logan's age, I assumed he was old. I didn't think he and Chewie were the same age because Logan is just so, he's like so chill. I assumed a dog had to be like 12 years old if he was that chill. Yeah, he's, he turned six this year. So he's young. He's yeah. just having a gray beard because he's afraid of everything. So oh, Wrigley, Wrigley has a little gray beard too already. And she's, she's a uh, four. Well, I think it, I mean, so it could be, I, I like to joke that it's because he's afraid of everything and the stress is just catching up to him. I think it could be that he has, he's brindle and I think the brindle grays fast. Yeah, it could be that. Because, because the black fur is obviously still dark. He has a nice shine to it. His fur is, his fur is a healthy coat, but like the little brindle coloring, I think is a, is what's fading. Yeah. You smell good, buddy. It might be. It might be close to. I, I think I might give him a bath this week. This was a picture I took of Chewie. Where is it? That's him in the car on the way home from Easter. He was so sleepy in the car. Normally he's like standing up 
and whining at the window and barking. But he was so sleepy from playing with Wrigley and Kasha all day. He had such a, a fun time. He's such a cutie. I, I love like, Chewie. I want to meet Logan and give him a hug. He just seems like such a good boy to hug. He is, not to brag, but he has helped two people with deathly fear of dogs get over their fear. Oh, good boy! Because he's that chill. He's See, just the thing like, is, Chewie doesn't like being picked up, but picking up a dog and holding them is so fun. So I just, I want to, I want to like hold Logan like this because Chewie hates that. Oh yeah, Logan, like, <laughs> Logan, he likes to get picked up and he likes to sit on people. So he, he like, when Aaron is like on a couch, he, he's, he's claustrophilic. He's, he, he, he loves small spaces. He's convinced that he can fit in any space. And if he can't fit in any space, he'll just sit on Aaron. That's so cute. He's and then so cute. On Aaron. Yeah, he's adorable. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. I'll never forget when I first got him, though. There was this girl who um, her entire existence was like her dog's social media. Yeah. And I always think that people who do that, like, to try and get their dogs famous are annoying. Yeah. I know I can't say always, but... I mean, to be fair, Chewie's a, Chewie has his own social media and his uh, character in one of my books, so I am trying to make him famous in that sense. So I guess... But you're a little different than this girl. Cause, okay. So the, 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 this was, like... As you can tell, like, this was five years ago, and the story still sticks out to me. I'll never forget. I got Logan. He's still a puppy. I bring him to my brother's house because he's having a party. And I didn't feel comfortable leaving him alone yet. Um, and everyone's like, he's so cute. He's so cute. And this this woman seemed really bothered that people thought my dog was cute. And she kept bringing people's attention back to her dog and her dog's Instagram. Talking about how he's like actually. Was her dog there? No. So she was trying to divert attention from a, a, away from a dog that was there to talk about a dog who wasn't there. Exactly. And she, and like, that's what's ridiculous. About she point, like, she point, like, st like my brother's wife point blank said, Oh my God, Logan's the cutest. And this girl's like, actually, he's not my dog is the cutest, but you know, he is pretty cute. I'm just like, Ex excuse, like, this is a competition. What? Also, everyone says like, when I'm with playing with Chewy, I'm like, Chewy, you're the cutest dog in the world. And then when I'm playing with Wrigley, I'm like, Wrigley, aren't you the cutest little dog in the world? Like you just tell every dog they're the cutest. Yeah, I thought that was here. common knowledge. You don't, you don't, you don't compare cuteness of dogs. Every dog Never. is the cutest when you're interacting with that Never. dog. <laughs> I thought that was how everyone was. This interaction was so weird. It stuck with me for five years because I'm just like, what, what the actual fuck? Like, did you just say that to me? Did you just really say, no, your dog's actually not the cutest. Mine is. It's like, I don't even know you. I don't like. This is clearly exactly why you can call me doctor. Says here, all owners think their dog is the cutest, and we are all right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm right so that Chewie's the cutest dog. RK's right that Logan is the cutest dog. We're all right about this because all dogs are the cutest. So you don't say no. Your dog's not the cutest. Like that. That that violates the conversation. Sometimes we pre like when we're walking Chewy, we'll like pretend that Chewy's saying things that means he's getting jealous when he's not actually like we'll pass by a dog and we'll be like, oh my god, that other dog's so cute. And then we'll pretend to be Chewy being like, other dog is not cute, only Chewy is cute. Chewy is only cute dog. Chewy is only cute dog. No other dogs are cute. No other dog's cute, only Chewy. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Every dog is the cutest. Uh, so I have a question, Savvy, with, with, your, with your, I mean, I know we got to get off here because we usually like to wrap this up around 9.30 and it's 9.36, so we should wrap it up soon. But yeah, yeah, so I have this horrible tendency of, I just, I can't let little things go. Like they just haunt Fair. me. Oh no, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, um, I hold grudges. I'm a petty bitch. You know that. 
And I'm terrified that something just happened to me the other day where it was just such a small thing and I'm not going to be let, I'm not going to be able to let it go for years and years now. Okay. And what it, happened? I was walking on uh-huh. Easter. It was uh-huh. busy. out. I was walking in the middle of a sidewalk. Some guy shouts out of the way. I turn around and there's a cyclist. I move left. He moves left. I move right. He moves right. I finally jump off the sidewalk and he just pedals by me with a little cocky fucking laugh. And it's like, you got to watch where you're going, man. It's like, fuck you. You were behind me. I was looking forward. You ride up. You don't say on your right, indicating I got to move to the left. You say out of the way. I turn around. I literally jump off the sidewalk for you. And that's all you have to say. And I was so in shock. He was, I'm happy he heard me because he definitely turned around. But I was like, burdens on you, asshole. I literally jumped out of the way. I wish I said more. I wish I punched him. I wish I threw a stick under his fucking bike so he fell. I wish that I like tricked him into punching me, called the cops on him, uh, got him arrested for assault, pressed charges, and ruined his life by putting him in prison forever. I won so many arguments on the rest of my walk in my head. Um, but it's just going to haunt me forever because I just see this cocky fucking 50-year-old guy on his bicycle. He should be in the street. He shouldn't be on the sidewalk to begin with, fucker, uh, is telling me to get out of the way. <laughs> like, Right. I totally. Yeah. No, that's the, I would reasonably be mad about that too. I think it's a thing I wouldn't think about constantly, but every once in a while I'd be like, Oh my God, remember when that fucking asshole was riding his bike? And like, yeah, no dude, you're, you're totally valid. Okay. But Queen of Spain, that's like actually awful. Like if, well, like, if someone tried to hit your child, dude, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like no, 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 that no question. That is not even petty. No, like what happened to me is petty. Like the fact that I can't let this go is, is more of a problem on me than him. I fully acknowledge that. Like what happened with you? You, you should have like slashed that guy's tires. Like. Absolutely. But yeah, what, what the guy on the bike sounds really rude. He was rude. That's all it was. He was rude. And I'm, I'm like never going to re- forget it. And like, I'm going to be, I'm hopefully going to be 150 years old and be like, man, I remember when I was 29, this asshole, this asshole on a bike who's definitely dead by now fucking sucks. <laughs> there are some, there's some times where I look back and I'm like, I wonder if I was the rude asshole in this situation. I know I wasn't in this situation. No, I, in this I, one, you weren't definitely this, not. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's that. why it's bothering me so much because I like, this is one of those rare situations where it's without a shadow of a doubt. One person was the asshole and it wasn't me. There was one, okay, this is like a smaller thing, but I still, I I know I'm still petty about this. I was walking Chewy and this, uh, some people were like, you know, going on a morning jog. Chewy saw some humans running. So he got excited and started bouncing. He didn't even get close to these humans. He was just like bouncing excitedly. (laughs) And I was like, aw. And I was like laughing because I thought it was cute. And one of the ladies running by was like, I didn't think that was funny. And I was like, whoa. Shut up, Karen. Like, I'm sorry, my dog. It, like, I know I understand that some people are afraid of dogs, so I'm not gonna just let Chewy run at and bounce on everybody because dogs are not everybody's thing. That's totally fine. But my point is that, like, if he's just like existing within two feet of you and is in your general direction, and you're mad about that, like, how do you exist in the world? <laughs> how do you exist in the world? Yeah, she looked like a Karen too, like a Karen stereotype. She was like jogging down the block. She was just like running in her general area, excited to see other humans running. And she's like, I didn't think that's funny. Yeah. I mean, like if he, if he touched her, I'd understand that, but he didn't touch her. Right. No, he didn't even get close to her. He was like less than a foot away from her or more than a foot away from her. 
Yeah, yeah. So that, it was that, ridiculous. No, if, if, thing, if Chewie, if Chewie, like, because I know when he meets new people, sometimes he jumps on them. So I try to warn people ahead of time. If someone's like, oh, it's a cute dog. Can I pet him? I'll be like, yeah, he might jump on you, though. I'll let him know. And then when he's jumping, I'm like, nope, buddy, come down. But yeah, so if he's trying to touch a stranger, then I will be like, nope, that is his fault. It's actually my fault for not reining him in, right? But if he's just in their general vicinity, like within five feet of them and they get mad about that, that's just ridiculous. Like that's that's ridiculous, dude. We got to share the sidewalk. Yeah, share the sidewalk, fucking cyclist, fuckface. Yeah, I'm wondering, did she think I was laughing at her? I was clearly, I thought I was clearly laughing at my dog because he was being cute and running because he saw a human running and I thought that was cute. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I didn't think I was laughing at her for running. <laughs> Maybe though, some people take everything personally. Uh, Mushroom Destroyer, I think they're coming out with an oral vaccine soon. Oh. Or you could just cry and, and just like cry your way through the shot. And then they'll be like, oh, it's over. And then you'll be like, oh, wait, I didn't feel it. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to like brush off phobias. I know it's a real phobia, but um, I, I I know it doesn't help hearing this because everyone else has said it, but you really don't feel a thing. Like it, it, it was a pinch. The, the needle is super thin. Bad Astra says, Chewy jumping on me is one of the things I missed during COVID. Yeah, Jordan, who runs Bad Astra, has uh, come to my house a lot before the pandemic and we would like work on video stuff together in the past. And Chewy would always jump on her. Chewy sounds like a lover. Chewy is a loving boy. He's very sweet. Well, I'm um, I'm talking to a lender soon this week for, to get oh, a proof, for your, for to get your a home? For a mortgage. And once are I you, do, are you planning to get like a house, like a freestanding house, or like a, a buy a unit in a building? Oh, it's freestanding. I mean, I'm getting a duplex. Ooh. So I can. I, I'm looking for one that already has a tenant, so I can just rent out the other half. Uh, already and just have someone living there but one of the first things i want to do get a second dog yes we've considered getting a second dog before i just i keep telling my parents i want to steal wrigley from them because i'm like honestly like i want wrigley to be my second dog like she's perfect and then they're like well we want to steal chewy too so we get it and i'm like i just want every time we're playing with wrigley i'm like i want to take her home well the good news is when you get a second dog that isn't Wrigley, then they'll be the cutest. That's true. That's true. Because I, yeah. I strongly believe dogs come in pairs. Yeah, that's the thing. As this, then we'll have to make sure all four dogs get along. Because like it was already enough of a challenge. Like Getting Chewy to get along with Wrigley was a challenge. Then when my parents adopted Kasha, getting Chewy and Kasha to get along was a challenge. And then getting Chewy and Kasha to get along, along with Wrigley, like all three of them, so that Kasha wouldn't get jealous whenever... Uh, to either of the other two dogs were getting any attention without her and start like barreling through. That was a challenge. Now all three of them play together very nice. And I'm like, all right, if I get another dog, then that's four dogs and that's going to be a huge challenge. And then also I'm not sure my parents would be able to babysit for us because they'll be like, I don't know if they want four dogs at their home. But four dogs does sound kind of lovely. Oh, it's perfect. I mean, in my ideal world, I have a decommissioned lighthouse with seven dogs. Yeah. I mean, my parents do have a yard, so there's that. Yeah, my um, I don't. I I just I, I just love the idea of having two dogs because I they 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 become friends and then then they they're constantly socializing with another. Do you think you need to get an older dog for for Chewy to be friends with like not a puppy? I don't know. I I don't think I would get a puppy. I, Chewy has a problem. So his issues are he doesn't like dogs that are too much bigger than him or too much smaller than him. He likes dogs around the same size, which is good because Chewy, Wrigley, and Kasha are all medium sized dogs, so it works. He also doesn't like 
and he doesn't dislike elderly dogs. He just like they end up disliking him because he doesn't understand that he comes on too strong and that older dogs don't always like to play. He does not read energy. He Chewie cannot read the room is basically what I'm saying, which I relate to. I can't read the room either, but Chewie really cannot read the room. So when older dogs are like, nope, nope, and Chewie just doesn't get it. Like, what do you mean, no? Does no mean yes? No. Does it mean keep playing? Does it mean play more? Does no mean kind of work? And then the older dog will end up getting mad and, you know, barking at him or like trying to shove him away. And then Chewie will get upset and be like, why did you just, why did you just do that to me? And then Chewie will get mad and then both dogs will be mad and then it'll be impossible to get them to get along. And then the, they'll just try to bark at each other. And it'll be an, it's just nuts. So I can't get like an elderly dog. I could probably get a dog that's like three or four. Yeah, so Logan oh. and Chewie meeting will go one. I know, Chewie, you want another dog, don't you, buddy? He started barking again. The, the, it'll go one, and this will be the last thing I say. Logan and Chewie meeting will go one of two ways. Uh, either Logan will be annoyed that Chewie does not leave him alone whatsoever. I'll be like, dude, I need space. Or Logan will just completely submit to Chewie. <laughs> yeah. I think what helped with him and Wrigley was that Wrigley is very hyperactive and playful, but she's also very chill at the same time. So when they first met, Chewie was having like an, his anxiety attacks. When he met her through a fence, he starts like barking and flailing everywhere. And she's just standing there like, oh, hello. And he's just like, ah, bah, 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 bah. and she's like, yeah, hello. cool story, bro. Hello. And eventually he calmed down enough that we walked them next to each other and he was still like, mm, and she was like, hello. And then the, it was like 90 degrees out. So the two of them just got so exhausted. So we needed to bring them inside to get some water. So we brought them in and then they just both collapsed on the floor and Chewie was like, okay, you are fine. And then they've been friends ever since then. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It's been like two years. Well, I love it. I love ending on a dog story. If y'all have not watched it already, please check out Savvy's latest video on Rachel Hollis. Uh, if y'all want to follow us on social, comments below. If you want to just pick one, I highly recommend the Reddit. That's the one we're trying to grow the most. Absolutely. Follow us everywhere, especially on Reddit. We will be back tomorrow. I'm going to try to figure out more ways to clean on stream. Maybe borrow Tyler's wireless headset. And um, I will start gathering some books to do for our giveaway um of books that don't spark joy but probably will spark joy for you so i will see you guys uh tomorrow morning at the same time at 8 a.m central don't forget to support small businesses have a great day friends Bye. like stream and if you listen to apple podcasts five star it on apple five star it or one You're star it or one or star if you, if you one star it, you gotta leave a review Yes. You gotta type if you one star. If you just five star, you can just leave it at that. Bye everyone.